Gracious Heavenly Father, you are so good. You are so good to us. We also want to be good and faithful to you. Help us reflect your goodness and kindness today by hearing your word and also being empowered by your encouragement. In the name of our Good Shepherd Jesus, we pray. Amen. Let's read of 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 13 to 16. 1 Peter 1, 13 to 16. Therefore, with the minds that are alert and fully sober, set your hope on the grace to be brought to you when Jesus Christ is revealed at his coming. As obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance, but just as he called you is a holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, Be holy, because I am holy. Today Peter starts his letter with a therefore, which means today's passage is a result of a previous section of a praising. To recap briefly, Peter thanked God for giving us a new hope, new birth into the living hope of eternal inheritance, which the prophets were yearning for. As the people of an end point of the Bible, or people in the last days of God's redemptive history, Peter now gives us four applications how to live with God's people in chapter 1, verse 13 to 25. The rest of actually the first chapter Today, we will look at the first two applications uh, or what commentators call the theological ethics. So once again, theology and ethics goes together. So uh, last two days we saw theology and the next, uh, today and the next day, uh, next week, we will see the ethics. So first of all, Peter urges us to hope. Set your hope on the grace to be brought to you when Jesus Christ is revealed at his coming. Here we see that hope is not just a futuristic, but deeply present. Do you remember the sermon point that uh, heaven is not just our final destination, but present motivation? True hope always connect the present to the future or future to the present. While daydreaming or false hope is disconnected, uh, living for future is a fundamental for Peter. And uh, you will see the rest of uh, Peter's letter repeat this uh, theme of uh, living for the future. And Peter wants his readers to see history the way that God has uh, planned. So Peter was saying that though we may suffer unjustly at the hands of uh, evil people, one day Christ will return and justice will be fully established. As a result, Christians are to live every day in the light of that day of a manifested grace. And Peter said today that to, to, to hope for the glorious grace of Jesus in the future, we need to have a minds that are alert and fully sober. Minds that are alert literally means mind that are got up the loins of your mind. The images are drawn from the ancient or even some parts in the Middle East today. 
the ancient form of a dress in which man's long outer skirt draped down to his ankle, obviously preventing uh, quick actions and uh, any strenuous work. As a result, when, uh, uh, when action was needed, a man tucked his shirt into his belt and goaded himself for action. Uh, that's what it means that the alert. Some commentators paraphrase it as a rolling up the shirt sleeves of your mind or taking off the coat of your mind. I simply take it as prepared your mind for action. Prepare, prepare, so hope in Christ or grace of Christ with a mind prepared for action. The second phrase, which is a sober, means we are not to be drunken with the worldly values and secular imagination. We should be critical of a Kool-Aid the world is trying to sell us. We are sober because we know the true reality of a life. What we see is not what God intended. What God intended is unseen, but is a coming. So Peter, in verse 14, re-explains the meaning of a spiritual soberness. He said, do not, be, do not conform to the evil desires you had once you lived in ignorance. Peter, just like Paul who said in Romans 12 too, do not conform to the world, but be transformed by renewing of a mind. Peter is telling us, do not conform or drunken to the worldly desires and then secular values and the sinful imagination, but focus on God. So once again, to hope with a mind ready to act and awaken to the reality of God means a command for action. Now, what kind of action? The second command shows us a focal point of action. That is to be holy. To be holy. Here, once again, Peter is connecting Gentile Christians to Jewish calling. Yes, he is calling Gentile Christians to same his Jewish calling. The repeating word of God in the Exodus is that I am holy and you are the holy nation. Holy people of God is the main calling of Israel in Old Testament. God's call of a holy people is a never changed, but more intensified with the Christ who revealed the true holiness of God on the cross and the resurrection. Therefore, we need to recognize that uh, don't be too humble to accept the call of holiness as if a holiness is the only character of God. Yes, it is a the character of God, but God wants to bestow holiness onto us. God wants to clothe us with His holiness. Holiness not only divine character, but also human character for which Christ came and saved us to be. Again, verse 14, Peter said, As an obedient child, obedient child, be holy in all you do, because our Father is a holy. As a children of a holy God, we are to reflect the holiness as our character. You know, to be holy is actually what Jesus meant in the Matthew 5.28, be perfect, as your heavenly Father is a perfect. Now, 
I want to quote a, a sermon on the First Peter 1.16 by Chuck Colson. Uh, Chuck Colson was the founder of a prison fellowship and is a great Christian of a past generation. And I, if you don't know who Chuck Colson is, Google and then see a little bit about, about him. He has a, a tremendous born-again experience. And uh, yes, his life before and after Christ is a remarkable. So let me just quote uh, uh, some of his sermon on this because that moved me much. The central tenet of a Christian faith is this. God, a holy God, says, you shall be holy because I am holy. So we must go out of our homes and our business wherever we are and live in this world as a holy people. Every time I mention holiness, people start getting uncomfortable. They say, you are not preaching, Colson. You are meddling. You are talking about smoking and drinking and all those things. Well, that's part of it. That's a piety. I'm not talking about rules. Holiness is... As a mother Teresa puts it, conforming to the character of God. Yeah. Holiness is a conforming to the character of God, accepting the will of God. If our God is a God who demands justice, we are people who demand justice. If God cares for the poor and the needy and the downtrodden and suffering, we care for them. A nation that will sell the poor for a pair of shoes stand in judgment by God. And we are a people who take the message into the materialistic, yuppie-sized world. That's a radical. That's what we are called to. John Wesley once said there is no holiness but social holiness. Yes, that's true. John Wesley said there is no holiness but social holiness. To turn Christianity into solitary religion is to destroy it. It was a Wesley's understanding of a great truth of a Christian faith that led him to begin campaign against slavery and one of his followers or disciples, William Wilberforce, a young member of a parliament, went off and led the campaign against the culture of the day alone for 20 years until the, abolish, the slavery was abolished. They went out and abolished the most barbaric practice man has ever known in modern times. It means go out into the culture in which we live with the calling of God's holiness. End of the sermon. End of the quote. So, being holy means fighting for God. Being holy means really demand the world to work according to God's compassion and God's heart and God's principles, not our convenience, not our own political advantages, not on our own terms, but for His truth. We are called to be holy. And for that, Christ came and died. But he showed us through resurrection. At the end, holy God wins. Let us be holy today. Let's pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, you are so holy. You are so holy to us. And we want to be holy 
We want to reflect your holiness around our world. We want to show the world the true holiness of God in love and sacrifice as you showed us through your Son. Now as we sing Holy, 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 may we recognize that we are also made for holiness and we are made for you. In your holiness, we are enthroned and we pray that our today and this weekend bring up greater holiness in your name. In the most holy name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.